look, I'm not upper middle class. No, not definitely. At all. I'm definitely. No, I've, I've walked through your apartment. You di- certainly are not. <laughs> Motherfucker just hit record. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tangents. I am joined by the wonderful, the pleasurable, the the indestructible Jake Risley. Pleasurable. You're giving me all the pleasure with that moose knuckle sitting in front of me. (laughs) Yeah, I do realize I'm I'm fucking, I'm trying to do that thing where I actually put on socks because I didn't want to like, you know. Get me too hard too. before we get going. Well, no, I don't know if you're a foot guy or not. And so, because, you know, I kind of blew up on YouTube because of foot fetish stuff. By blew up, I mean, like, the algorithm. I mean, like, that's when you got fat? No, the uh, exactly. That would be hilarious. If, like, <laughs> oh, man, what happened when you got YouTube famous? I just gained, like, 300 pounds. Oh, if when I make my dreams come true and I'm, yeah. like, a rich artist okay uh i'm 100 percent gonna get fat there's no way i'm not you have to get fat. <laughs> I just i just don't see myself not having the best meal of my life every single meal of the day because i have money why not yeah like you don't really seem like a druggie so like i feel like the vice <laughs> no no like dr- in depends sense- on who you ask well no, no no in the sense of uh, uh you're high functioning at least to say the i very am least, high you're very high functioning. hyphen functioning i was told the other day uh uh, laughs uh, one of the other people that work there go you're the most punctual stoner I've ever met <laughs> there's nothing better than a punctual stoner there's what time did I get what ta- you told me to be here at five what time did I text you got here you? at five on the goddamn five dot. minutes early Are you, even that you're right actually no you're right I'm so sorry the <laughs> most punctual stoner I should have given you a little bit more credit on that Mr. Risley I'm so sorry just book me for those gateway shows they'll show up on time Hell, right <laughs> oh man I wonder when those are going to come back. Or the gateway least, shows? Yeah. They're starting to. Uh, I think they're still online, though. Okay. Uh, Wendy just did one, and Gaio was on one with, like, I think Doug Benson was on them, too. Like, they're. Um, I, I did see a flyer for that recently. I saw somebody is going to be on one coming up, and I can't remember who it was, but I'm like, how? How is that person? Like, I. I don't know. Man, I, I'm funnier than them, and I know more about weed about than them, for sure. <laughs> hey, man, you, you don't got to preach to me about the. I, I'm working on envy so much when uh-huh. it comes to and jealousy and envy. Inter- I use them interchangeably. I don't remember. They're but, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to comedy, because like I'm already like kind of an insecure person coming into comedy, which is the you worst. Be. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But automatically, it's already you're starting at a bad <laughs> place. If you were if you were not insecure, you wouldn't be getting in front of a room full of strangers being like, "Do you guys like me? <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to like me? Do you think I'm funny? Do you guys think I'm funny? God. I think I'm pretty funny. You should think I'm funny too." Man, it's got a. It's probably like one in a hundred comedians mm-hmm. that are, well, just period. Like one in a hundred are actually like functional people, and they actually like. I just, I just kind of like making people laugh. Like they're just doing it for altruistic reasons. I can't imagine that person. But you know who does that eventually? The people that are that nice and that clean and that you know. I'm thinking Gentile. like Robert Amoto. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I was about <laughs> until to tell you until you get him with like just comics, but like normally when I see him, there's always other people around, and he's so like mature. 
Yeah, right. Well, I like how you say Robert Mo. I was about to go into a tangent on like those are usually the worst. I was gonna go like a Bill Cosby. Yeah, thing. yeah, no, and he you're is like, Robert Moto. Yeah, yeah, that that we're perfect. Let's keep talking no, about Robert. No, I love, <laughs> I love Robert. He's, I love. I, I mean, I really don't. I barely know him, but I mean, he's been on the podcast, so I have to love him. No, he's he's funny though. He's uh, he's good. What are, reliable? He I'm, shows up. Yeah. Does his job. Yeah. Um, I'd book him. Book yeah. him. Oh, he's hilarious. Totally. I will eventually, actually. Go yeah. We'll book him. He's on my list. Hell yeah. So. Dude, I really want fucking um, Stab to come back soon. Because I had like a... I just had a recurring show. Started Stab before fucking... Uh, what was it? Pandemic. It's called Wanderlust. It was uh, basically just a, it was a storytelling show. Um, and we had one show... Sold out. They had to turn people away, and then all twenty people were in there. I know it was at twenty five. Wow, twenty five. And you know what? The fucking roof almost came off, man. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, in all honesty, I've been, I've full been house in house is forty people. I've been in stab at a full house. Yeah, full house is stab with forty people. Honestly, a f- stab stab's the smallest room in the world. Uh-huh. But when you fill it, it feels full. Uh, the energy is it's fun. Right. It's fun. It's fun. You don't uh, like one of my favorite things to do at stab. I do it every time I'm there is just uh, pull the mic away in the middle of talking. And be like, why do I have this? Do I really need it there? You guys can hear me just fine, right? Everything's okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's kind of like you can do like the. You don't need one. The actual. Like old school, you can just preach in the amphitheater type mm-hmm. of comedy. Shit. Like Aeropostle. That's his name, right? Aeropostle. Yeah. I think Aerop- Wait, which That's clothing, right? I mean, sorry. That's Aristotle Greek is the Greek philosopher. Greek philosophy. And Plato and Plato and um, sarcasm. I don't know. That's getting cut. That's dumb. Th- I can't believe you cut any of this. I, I keep it all in. I cut things that like I'm list most things I don't cut. If you had to like one of my editing, it's most I'm not gonna help you pick that one up. Jesus I, fucking I keep Christ. dropping it. Be, like listeners, this retard keeps dropping his goddamn mm-hmm. vape pen. I helped I him once. He did it again. What I dropped it the first time, it ran all the way across the room over you to literally, you. Literally, I thought you were throwing it at me. No, I'm just fidgeting with that. Um, oh my god, this cart's almost gone. Yeah, I was stressed out today. I get it. I get it. Bad day. Uh, yeah, but. Probably shouldn't discuss it openly on a recorded thing. Don't worry. Because I'm still currently... Yeah, th- I'm sure you have a no. similar listening yeah, pool as I do. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you have a podcast. You know how many people mm-hmm. are probably listening to this. The thing is, though, is you never know when like that one like blows up or that one person hears it, and then they show it to that one person. You're like, come on, dude. I was just shooting the shit. Like, I'm mm-hmm, not... Mm-hmm. Ugh. Everyone, every every open micer who thinks that they have, who has a podcast, thinks they're going to be the next... Um, Mark Marin. No, no. Joe but I mean, Rogan. I mean the SNL guy who got his podcast. He made a. He was dumb riff on a podcast. Fucking what's his name? Um, God, he's, he's on SNL right now. No, he was. He he got onto SNL and then he got like the, Twitter went through his fucking podcast and he was. And they riffing. took him off SNL. Yeah, who was like a year and a half ago yes. too. Yes, he was a writer. On Saturday he Night wasn't, Live. He was already a writer? Oh, I didn't realize there that. There was a writer on He's SNL, and then they saw something that he said that was like it was like anti-Asian. Asian, yeah. And then they were like, we got to get rid of you for that, which was pretty hypocritical. Because no, no, remember... He, I thought he got on to actually become a cast member. No, he was a writer. No. 
Okay, okay, but keep going because I'm 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 looking this up. I'm almost certain he was a writer, and it was the same. What was his name? I, was, I don't remember, but it was the same uh, season they had on their very first Asian um, uh, performer uh, featured on there. I can't remember his name because I don't think he's that funny. Their first Asian. Oh, Ronnie yeah. Chang is the I is the yeah, funniest I Asian on he's TV hilarious. right now. That dude's fucking hilarious. Who did I see last night? Uh, Ron something, I think his name was, at Laughs Unlimited, the feature act. He was pretty funny. Shane Gillis. There we go. Shane Gillis. There we go. That kind of kind of hypocritical of Saturday Night Live to say, oh, that was offensive to the Asian people years ago. Okay, well. Well, SNL, I mean, this is, I, this is a hot take from an open mic comedian, but Do SNL you- is utter garbage. Do you remember um, when Mike Myers did a Japanese game show? Oh my God! With with Chris Farley then, as a contestant, and then he didn't speak Japanese or anything, and he just said like "moshi moshi." Yeah, Karasan. Yeah, yeah. That was his whole. I remember that. that. You think maybe that one might have been a little offensive too? No, 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 no. Right. You don't, no, you don't understand the that because but when they were doing that, um, no one cared about Asian people. Right. So you gotta understand it's not racist when people don't care. Right. White people. Sorry, when upper middle class white liberals don't care. <laughs> I mean, uh, what, what an awful group of people. Speaking as a speaking white, speaking as one of them. As speaking as a, I mean, like I'm not upper middle class. No, not definitely. At all. I'm definitely. No, I've, I've walked through your apartment. You de- certainly are not. <laughs> That's called street cred, okay? You hide the millions and gold blooms in your closet, so the pitiful peons, the open mic, think that you're a poor bastard just like them. Uh, how awful are open mics? I mean, they're pretty bad, but it's kind of like, it's like having a gym membership where you have to go to if you want to get any better at lifting weights. It is. It's a but gym it's membership. The worst, it's the worst gym in the neighborhood. Yeah. Even the best open mic is the worst, the gym, worst in the gym in the neighborhood. in the neighborhood, for sure. Because, like, well, there's different kinds of, like, they're different because you go to different gyms, right? And, like, mm-hmm. some of them are different shitty than others. Uh, where like the the nice one that has like the nice equipment and like mm-hmm. the the fun eye candy and stuff. Well, you gotta most of the time you're not gonna be able to use any of the equipment. Exactly. And if you are gonna use the equipment, it's gonna be right after somebody just went up there and made a show of it, and it's all sweaty. And now you gotta work through all that sweat and show everybody you're an impressive young man as well. Yeah. Or you get to and be- those ones where you constantly get hit on. The ones where the equipment's half broken. I don't know. I don't really know many of those open mics. Well. Well, no, the broken ones, yes. Yeah. I, the hitting I'm, on ones, it'd be like the heckly ones, some bar shows. Oh I can God. think of a few. I don't want to talk shit on them. Uh, There's plenty of them. Going to one tomorrow. Right. That's the <laughs> one. I'm like, I don't want to, but that's the one that I'm like, it's rowdy. Every time that we go to this bar show, this bar open mic, there's a fight there. I mean, the first time I went there, there was a fight. One, the previous set right before I went on, like the dude... I don't think you had shown up yet because this I, I showed up as they were getting bounced. Yes, I remember this because you, sh- yeah. Okay. And I remember asking. That was the one with Jumbo Shrimp. I believe that is that person. Yeah, the dude name. walked up and he tried to pick him up on stage. So yes. this is the thing that I've said, and I don't know shit about dick. So fucking say whatever you want. I don't know. I think, maybe. When the same handful of people get heckled over and over and over again, you need to stop blaming the audience. Oh, totally. At a certain point. So there's some times out there where I'm like, hey, guys, like, 
because I remember that happening. I was like, so what happened? Like, what did the comic do? And they were like, no, the person was being an asshole. I go, okay, but like, they can be an asshole, but they still responded to something. So part of what we're doing out here is learning how to be professional with it. And if you're at a venue and this happens, whether it's necessarily your fault or not, the venue is not going to be happy about it. And they're going to remember that there was a fight when you were there. Mm-hmm. And then if you come back and there's a fight again, even if it's because that audience member was an asshole, that's associated with you. Are you bringing the right people into the to the place and for the longevity of it? So if the place is fine with that happening and that's what they want to do, fucking great. Mm-hmm. I just don't see open mics putting up with that for very long. No. Because no, it's, it's not bringing any more money in for them, really. Um, it's the same regulars. Right. It's the same regulars. Same people. So it's a fine line with open mics. It's uh, it's why I tell people, like, if you're going to do an open mic, make it a showcase at least once a month. And then even then book out some of your show. Uh, Oh, yeah. Especially if you're making a showcase. Book out any amount of it. Mars Parker did a great job running What the Fuck Wednesdays at High Water in downtown Mm -hmm. Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And he would book a show in a bar. It was rowdy as shit. But he made sure that if you sat down in that room for 30 minutes you would see at least 15 minutes of good comedy. Okay. On average. Nice. And then he would do that consistently. So he would book out part of that show, but he would still put people up for their first time for other times. He would do gimmicky stuff like that. Some people would be like, I want to try stand-up. He'd be like, all right, you go ahead. Mm-hmm. You can do it. For you go up, you're going to do three minutes or whatever. You're going to see this light. I'm going to take you back down. Let him go do it for a minute. Uh, and that can be kind of gimmicky for the audience because they're rooting for you. You go, oh, this is their very first time. It's a whole thing. And he ran it more as a showman, which is what Mars is. Uh, he produces all kinds of shit. He did a really good job with that. And then he would book people on. And then like when Kyrie Shabazz was in town or Mario Hodges or or, so funny. or Mikey Winfield, you'd be at these big fucking names. And Mars would be like, yeah, I got, I got a spot for you. And they come in and do 15 minutes to work out their shit in a room where they know and then he gets that clout because he's not just putting every slapdick up he would never put up somebody like uh like subis oh god <coughs> right and and i get like if you want to kill a room quick there's always going to be a place where you're going to give people a try mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. kind of what stand-ups there for yeah especially mm-hmm. open mics but to a point when it's been three years and it's exactly the same we start having conversations yeah. I think. Just rough. It's rough. I mean, open mics are period are rough, and they, I don't know, it's kind of like a wheat and a chaff kind of thing, right? A what? Separating the wheat from the chaff. Where are you from? Uh, Middle Earth. Okay. No, uh, it's like, you know, you're, you're making bread, and you, mm-hmm. you curds and whey. That make more sense. I understand that one a little bit more, but that's only because I know a milk expert. Okay, yeah. So basically, the he's cream- a federal milk inspector. Fe- he has a badge. He has a badge. Does yeah. he get to like Spencer, the federal milk inspector? Oh my god, is his name really Spencer? Spencer, yeah. Spencer the inspector. I like that. Does he? Did, see, if I feel like what he should do is use that badge just to just, you know throw his weight around does he ever like use just to like get into places like i don't know we haven't lived in the same town since he got the job mm-hmm. uh so i haven't had a had a chance but i hope so he had to move three towns over but he i, I told him like if you're not if you're not trolling for a pussy with that what are you doing with your life hey baby 
Hey, babe, you want some milk? Taze. How how are they not aroused after that? Yeah, because they're middle. They're busy tasing you and running away. Hey, baby, let me inspect that milk. Again, tasing and running away. <laughs> imagine, I can't imagine what woman would not be instantly horny at that. In uh, in college, he would uh, people would be like, "Well, what's your major?" He's like, "Oh, I study cow titties." Jesus Christ! <laughs> Again. Good dude. Uh, he must have been drowning in Good pussy. Good dude. Yeah. Drown or maybe maybe assholes, dicks. Who knows? No, that's his brother. Okay. Yeah. Is he a twin? Apparently. No. Okay. Apparently, I, I I heard a thing that like a lot of times fraternal twins or identical twins, one of them's gay. Really? Yep. Where did you read that? Um, by these two guys I know who are twins, and, and one, one of them's, them's gay. gay. So they're like most of them are like that. <laughs> no, I think I I did I did actually hear that somewhere. Okay. It can be complete bullshit, but that anecdotal evidence is one hundred percent true. How many twins do you think have had sexual experiences together? Oh man, if I was if I had a like twin, on average, do you if think I, if you had a twin, you'd like jerk off in front of them? Oh yeah. I don't think I would do that. Really? I don't <laughs> I think, think I would. I think that would be really fucking... I don't even... Oh God, wouldn't that be fucking weird? That'd just be, be like, so you look weird. exactly like me. It'd be so weird to jerk off in front of a family member. I couldn't... I mean, I make a lot of f- stupid jokes on here, but I can't. No. Right? Like, that's the whole... That's what I really don't understand, is how, like, this, this step family porn shit is so fucking popular. Um, I, I don't get and, it either. And nobody... I don't. I don't get know it. anybody, and I guess it's got to just be a kink thing, because like nobody's gonna fucking cop to that. Nobody's gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got. Yeah, I jerk off. I jerk off exclusively to, step to incest porn. porn. <laughs> it's well, because there's a fine line. There's some of them that really go like, we're step siblings, we're in for only the last like three months. It just happened, mm-hmm. and then other ones, they're like, but we've grown up together, and I'm like, ooh. That's the thing, because I can see, I can see the the jump in a brain to being like, I'm 19 years old, my dad just married some hoe, with a 19 year old daughter. Okay, so your sisters by marriage, right? Step siblings through marriage, and uh, and we're both like 19, and it's we've no we just met each other, Mm -hmm. and it just happened that way. I can see, I I could see that happening and being like, okay, whatever. But it's the it's the ones that are like we're actually related, and I want to fuck you because you're actually my relative. Gross. I'm gonna. But they go it. back and forth. Yes, I watch pornography. I really want to make a cut of that. Where like, I want to have sex with you with my with, with you, but just because you're my relative, cut. Yeah. Cut out the gross part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be. I'll be with Jake Risley. That's the clip. That's the, that's the intro clip. Can, is that you should take all of the wild shit I say and just link those together for your like your like thirty second like oh this week on on tangents the with Spencer in- Fallon. Yeah, yeah, I want to fuck a relative just because they're my relative. Yeah. I don't think the kikes are that bad. Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, man, it's flavor of the month, right? Because it's cool. You can be, it's, as long as you're pro-Palestine, you can be as anti, <laughs> anti, uh, Here's, as Israeli as possible. Um, I was, I don't know if we got the moose knuckle comment on 
the uh, when we started recording or if that was the moose from, knuckle was on there it is on there it is um i just realized as i moved my leg here and swapped over uh that my pants were real tight as well oh yeah and when they just loosened up there, it feels like somebody just like re- released a grip on my balls. And yeah. It kind of feels like somebody was squeezing them because it was my pants. And have you ever like kind of like made sure that your dick looks nice if you're moose knuckling? Like, yeah. You got like you're not fluffing it, but you kind of want to like rotate it. Are you not like constantly aware of what your dick's doing, dog, and where it is, dog? I am a 30, 31 year old man with yeah. the body. Uh, uh, esteem of like maybe a fifteen year old girl, mm-hmm. like yes to answer your question. You're where, yeah, I think I think most dudes know. Yeah, like, we just know where it is. You either know where it is, where it is because you're like, uh, I hope nobody sees it, or you're like, I hope everybody sees this shit because it's it's a yeah. nice dick. Yeah, and you know what? Props to the people that are healthily the latter, not just like, hey, you want to see my dick. Now that's illegal. I'm I'm pretty happy with my dick. It's uh, I'm happy that it's a grower because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. it's out of the way when I need it to. Okay. And uh, and then it's like a magic trick. So later. it's mobile. It's yeah. like compact. Mm-hmm. For the for the man on the go. A hundred percent yes. Because <laughs> you don't want to like one of those giant dicks. You got to like pull it out and be stationary. Like it's a. Like Do you think it, there's ever been a dude? So you know, like girls will want to be a model, but you're like, honey, you're just not tall enough. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you think there's like a dude out there that wants to be like an Olympic long distance runner so bad, but he can't because his legs keep getting tangled up in his huge cock? His dick is just too big. I mean, <laughs> he's just runs flopping all over. I'm sure, man. Hey, man, I'm sure there's probably a lot of runners out there that are packing in, some massive ends your heat. dreams. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of runners packing some heat right now. That's fucking funny. Pull out the fire dick. Big dick. Big old dick. Big dicks. Sorry. I know this is really bad that I have my phone with me, but uh, I have to find somewhere to live in the next, like, five days. No, you're so good. So I, I got I to gotta be on this. Um, you're good. Have you ever considered whoring yourself out? You could probably you could probably slap some dick around, make some I, money. I think I probably could actually. You got tone up right um, here a little bit, mm-mm, but mm-mm. you keep the dad bod stuff and you just lean into that. They, okay, and uh, and then it, the hair would be the other one to lean into. No, they definitely lean into the hair. Mm-hmm. That's like, thank you for having your hair down now and not when it's like easily. Roastable. Oh yeah, did you like that shit? Yeah, thank you. We did a we did a roast battle oh, for everybody fun. else uh, a couple weeks ago, and Spencer's never seen me do a roast battle before. But everybody else in that league knows what I do, which is put my hair up bef- right before I get on stage. And uh, you can go on my Facebook and go to my profile picture right now, and you can see how luscious these locks are. And our boy Spencer over here had all kinds of Kenny G comments for me. Kenny G, Weird mm-hmm. Al. And they all fell flat. Oh, they fell so flat. Yep. But it's okay, because I just got to get better at roasting. I got to get better at roast writing. Yeah. You can or focus more on stand up. Pick one. No, I no, liked when I first started picking the stand up. I, I liked I liked doing the roast battles in my first like two years, especially one because I could get stage time, but yeah. two, uh, it kind of forced me to write jokes with rules. Mm. And a lot of a lot of people be like, a lot of new people be like, oh, this room doesn't let me say this or that. Uh, comedy shouldn't have rules. Comedy can't exist without rules. I mean, subverting, subverting rules and, and norms is what comedy. That's what it is. is. You're violating the rule. 
And if you violate the rule so many times, it becomes the rule, and then you follow the rule, and now you're violating it again. And, and that's comedy. It, it is contrary to everything on purpose. Yeah. What it's supposed to be. So when you have that, like, you can't say this, you can't do that, there's a workaround. You have to figure out how to make that funny. Yeah. Great example is uh, South Park's Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone are told by the FCC, these are the rules. This is what you can put in your movie. That movie was made to say, this is how ridiculous our rules are of what's allowed and what's not. This is what we can talk about and what's decided appropriate and what isn't. And we want to show you that your rules are dumb. Yes, and this is why you want to be able to say the N-word on stage. (laughs) Son of a bitch. You know me so well. I say big word now. (laughs) I say big word. Instead of N-word. Shout out out to your mom's house. Yeah, I do that one. Big words. And and then when people like big word, I go, and if you don't know, now you know, big word. Man. And then everybody gets it immediately. Shout out, dude! I man, I fucking not Big Papa. What the fuck was his name? Biggie Top Spurs. Dog. Oh, Top Dog, dude! The funniest. Tom Segura's father. The funniest fucking shit ever. Like the, the that little drop hey, they buddy. have. Hey, buddy, how you doing? The little drop that he has, um, like where he's on the phone, and he's pressing the buttons automatically. I don't know. Maybe, I don't even know how deep far back. It was. As like we were telling on Long the podcast, time. I went. Fucking deep back on this, and, and anyway, point is, um, I am the next Tom Segura. Just in terms of like how big I'll be, I think Netflix is already gonna offer me several. Well, I think how big you're gonna be, it's more likely you're gonna be physically the large. Kreischer. Well, yeah, but see, look with, see, luckily with me, it's all it's spread out. Like Bert, it's all boom right here, right here. So he'll be dead in like ten years, but for sure, for sure. But like, it's gonna. Who be, do you think is gonna die first, Bert Kreischer or Joey Diaz? Oh, dude! I mean, Joey's the smart. I think that I think the bet favors Joey's living Joey's, better now. Right, Joey. That's exactly it. That's, that's exactly right. That's, that's exactly problem. right. <laughs> like, he he had a hundred. He had a hundred and seventy hard miles. Yeah. Hundred and seventy thousand hard miles. But the last thirty have been real clean, real easy driving. And Bert has got a hundred and fifty, but hard, and he's still going hard. hard. And he's got. I mean. They're not even that separated in age. It's just Joey's a really old, isn't like six, a fifty something. I think Joey's sixty. Maybe he's he's closest. 60 I don't think he's something. sixty yet. Yeah, no, he is. I think you can listen to his whole life story on the Honeydew, and I'm hoping that he hires a writer when he finishes to go through those episodes and rewrite his life story. Oh, totally. I'm surprised he hasn't already done that. Yeah, I know. He's fifty eight. Yeah, and I'm like, he's got to be close to 60. God, yeah. he looks so much older than that. Yeah, I mean... Dog. I, I'm a dog. You got to understand. Dog. You know, uh, when I was Spider-Man 2... It's 10. It's 10 milligrams. Stars of death. Anyway. Look, look, I go home. I take a Xanax. A couple 100 milligram THC pills. Smoke a little hash, you know. Play who, with the monkey. Who the fuck you think you're dealing with? What the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck you think you're dealing with? Who the fuck you think you're dealing with? Who the fuck? Listen to me. Listen to me, Spencer Sellins. Listen. Look, dog. 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 I admit, like, that's... I was talking with someone randomly about, like, how... (laughs) 
I tr- every every comedian growing out growing uh-huh. up like is doing an impression of comedians that they yeah that's when you start when you start yeah every uh, I've noticed that and I've I was Steve Martin and George Carlin really I was and Patton Tommy Buns I was Patton Oswalt yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I was Patton Oswalt, and also like you look like if Patton Oswalt grew all the way up. Yeah, like I loved. Yeah, see, I loved all the, exactly right. I loved all the little like nerdy asides that no yeah. one else got. And I'm like, yeah, that's so funny. Oh my god! Like when I was a kid listening to it. That's oh my god. Did you ever get into Chris Hardwick? No. no yeah, I you'll didn't. like him too. Chris Hardwick. Okay. Yeah, his dad was a professional bowler, and then now stand up, and then nerdist from that too. But like he's a stand up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you know who Jay Larson is? I know this name. He's another regular at the comedy store. He used to do the Crab Feast with Ryan Sickler. Because um, we were doing impressions of Joey Diaz. My other one is is Jay Larson, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not very long at all. It's just this real short one. Uh, Jay Larson loves root beer, but he doesn't. He hasn't been drinking a lot because he's he likes cut out a lot of sugar and shit the last few years he's been doing this whole healthy thing sugar's a devil but root beer he'll he'll pound he'll crush some root beers uh and he's from maryland we can have a root beer bro <laughs> that's so fucking god damn it that's, that's, that's my, so maryland what are, you, what are you gonna have a root beer bro <laughs> that's my jay larson oh man what are you gonna have a root beer bro <laughs> i do that thing where like you repeat back what you heard when you're trying to think of something funny. I'm like crowd working right now. <laughs> That's what I was doing. It's my fault. I got you stoned before this. You did. So it was your fault. I'm like, because I, I came in here, I got like a whole list. I did like hours and hours and hours of research Clearly. prep on you. I can see it on the wall. Yeah, look at that. I all mean, the, all the yarn and the connections of. Dude, there's shit on the walls. There's. I mean, look. I the uh, honestly, it's kind of creepy that you figured out all of my ex girlfriends. Yeah, no, it has, and I've I've actually like drawn lines and who they're it. dating now. Yeah, well, no, it's because I keep tabs on everyone. Right. That's I would just I didn't realize that was the kind of research we're getting into here. Well, I mean, look. Do you know what you miss though on the wall? Uh, what? You know what it is. The killer. <laughs> What I Boo. Mean. <laughs> Boo. Oh, man. Boo me. Do you ever eat too many donuts and then you Dog, shit look three me. more times I've, that day? I think the max I've shot a day is three. Ever? Well, like, and not had, like, been sick. I have diarrhea. Well, not. I've been getting better with it, but I used to have diarrhea so often I didn't realize that not everybody had diarrhea all the time. I do understand that because there was definitely a period where every poop was just a kind mess. of diarrhea. It was yeah. a mess. That just was a- everyone's a mess. And then I'm like, oh, people don't shit three times a day. <laughs> oh, you've had the same. Uh, you've, you've had those boxers for over three months. Was that? There's a South Park episode. Is it Chipotle? Oh yeah, you the have bo- bloody blood, oh, in, your blood in your underwear. Yes, <laughs> Why do you keep eating Chipotle? South Park did it. South Park did it. Oh man. <laughs> they've gone on so long they're not the, doing Simpsons there's a it. dude going around that was upset because they were uh, he was concerned for the welfare of all the underwear <laughs> yes. yes I do remember that oh. he was like the underpants gnomes that were going around and like stealing people's underwear because they didn't want to get poo poo in them funny don't get poopy in them oh man I'm gonna get another water real quick BRB yo 
And we're here on the Spencer Sellins podcast. It's called Tangents, and we really hope you like it. Guess I should go through all of his stuff while he's not here. Hmm. Hmm. This is interesting. Curious. Oh, shit, he's back. back. Oh, no. No, it's fine. I wasn't looking through all your stuff. It's fine. It's not a big deal. You're good. It's safe in here. Safe as fuck. It's good. So, like, how much of my shit have you just stolen? What? Don't worry about it. You'll figure it out in the editing process. Dog, don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about it, dog. Don't worry about it, dog. Yeah, but as we're going, I, to answer your question, if you had to put a gun to my head, who will die first? Probably Joey. I mean, those were really hard. Oh, that Joey question. Dia. Sorry. I'm like, wait, what did I ask you? Because that was like the question that I just remember. A while back. Yeah. Probably Joey Diaz. I mean, those were really rough, you know, I think he, he's first the, leg of the journey. He, yeah, he's the favorite to go first, for sure. Bird will be right behind him. Yeah. Yep, 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 for sure. I mean, he's oh, like man. filming a movie right now. Yeah, they're, uh, they're filming The Machine. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mark wow. Hamill's playing his father. Really? Really, really. God damn. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. When did that when did that when did that special come out? The machine? Yeah. Cause I mean I, I, Jamie, I know, could you pull that up? Right, seriously. But I mean that was ten years that? ago, fourteen so years ago. So long ago. A while ago. God damn. I mean I'm I'm surprised that I mean this is episode fifty nine. I'm surprised I haven't already become famous yet. This is bullshit. This is goddamn bullshit, I tell you. December 28th, 2016. That's it? Was when he released it on YouTube, Just the Machine Story. So, like. Oh, okay, that's when he blew up. 2014, 2015. Okay. Uh, Oh, here it is. Release date? Yeah, November 11th, 2016. And that was the one that really. Happy Armistice Day. Kind of launched his career. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I mean, that thing blew up, and then you know, doesn't help. Doesn't hurt to have Joe Rogan as a friend. Not saying that you, you know, it, what made him big. But oh no, do- it, it for sure helped. But like, very much helped. That's the game um, in showbiz in general. Is like you, Who you your know. friends do well, and then you do well. Because mm-hmm. a lot of this is we don't want to go to work. We don't want to have real jobs. We want to hang out with our friends. Hell and be, yeah. And we want to be silly. We want to be silly. And it's easier to be silly when you're around people that you get along with and like. Mm-hmm. So do that. Yeah. And then I will tell everybody as well, fucking surround yourself with people that are more talented than you. Definitely. If, if Or that knows a skill that you don't know. Dude. And then learn about it. Yeah. Be around it. Figure it out. If there's anyone listening to this that is deranged enough to actually think of me as someone who actually gives good advice... Hear this. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. I would say it's fun to do that now and again, to be the smartest person. No, in the room. but what I mean but is. But it shouldn't to be all point, the time. But to your point, yeah. you're not going to get any better. You're not going to develop as if you're trying to get better at something, regardless of what it is. Creative endeavor, mm-hmm. fucking, you're a goddamn science. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Ah! Ah! I forgot to fucking. What kind of place you running in here? Oops. I just pulled the arm out of the slot. Fucking shit up. It's because, Oops. look, this is... Would you believe me if I told you this was a million dollar studio? Um, no. 
Why? Well, doesn't look like it. Bitch, there is. Look, you got. I know how much those acoustic, panels are because acoustic I acoustic foam them. paneling behind me. I know how much these mattresses up up against First the wall off, cost. First off, that's a box spring. Well, this is a mattress. That's, that's a, a mattress. Box spring. Good point. Two together that make a set. Now, as far as storytelling goes, it would have been just fine to say the two mattresses, and it would have been less words. But your soundboard is not nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That I know of. <laughs> It was a gift. It was a gift. Look, it's not a roadcaster or whatever, but is that the one with like? It's all got like nice buttons on it. So I like don't know. That one buttons. looks nice. No, this is very nice. No, but like, when I say nice buttons, I mean it's got like light up buttons. It looks like futuristic techie. I saw it. I actually added it. It's like a nine hundred dollar mixer. It's insane. But Jesus. I think it has. I think it also has. Um, I don't know the terminology, but it's got something you can store like drops on. Like mm. samples. It's a sound, you can drop a soundboard on yeah, it? Yeah, you can drop a soundboard on it as well. So, yeah, this is a mixer. You can also drop a sound. So, it's a soundboard mixer. Because that's what I eventually... That's what I still want this podcast to become. In, not become, sorry. The one aspect of your mom's house that I want for this show is clips the audio drops. clips. The drops. Try it out. It's the, the best. That's the best part about your mom's the house. Most work. My, is, oh, it's it's work, but it's hilarious. And I think you that's could. like... You could do it in here. No, it's to- I mean, oh, you just got to make it a soundboard. You just got to fucking... Well, you get your soundboard here, but even the way your screens are set up and where I'm sitting, you could show videos and clips from right there to mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. person in here. Yeah, you could exactly. absolutely do it. Yeah. Be setting up cameras would be the harder part. I mean, I can get a camera right there. Have to probably mount it on that wall to get it in or something. That's the thing is like... You got GoPros you can just get one. Yeah, true. They're pretty decent GoPros, You dude. could probably get used ones for mm-hmm. like under 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. To record stuff. Mm. It's just this. It's that main road right there is a bitch. Yeah. Oh, well. Murder out this side of the house. I'm probably actually, I'm just going to have to do that. Just stack some bricks and that. No. Here's what you do. You get, um, because I looked into this myself, Mm -hmm. to make your own uh, uh, sound panels. Mm -hmm. It's towels. Bath towels. So you take like six or seven of them, Mm -hmm. fluffier the better, sew them all together, Mm -hmm. and then put them in a wooden frame that you put like a canvas over Mm -hmm. so it looks nice. So you can do like a blank color canvas if you want or put a print on it, and then you just figure out the dimensions to cover this wall, cover it. And then for the window, uh, similar type thing, just super heavy curtains. Yeah, so I have to do. That would be the probably the cheapest way to murder it out, yeah. and like really make it as quiet as possible. Yeah, because I mean this is becoming the this is becoming the studio. I'm moving out these fucking beds. I don't fucking. They're have, great for uh for picking up reverb though. Picking up reefer. Reverb. Oh reverb. Yes. I was like that wait. Echo. That echo though. No, actually that's why I put them up like that actually because it helps a lot. No. Um. How long have you been doing comedy actually? This is About tangent. three years. Only three years? Yeah. Oh, okay. You say that, only three years. I just found out that Chris Smith has been doing comedy like six months shorter than I have, and it made me very upset. I don't know who Chris Smith is for some he's reason. He's hilarious. He's passed at laughs. He hosts all the time. Oh, good for him. Um, He's like coming up on being a feature. Like he's damn. on the cusp. He's starting to go up. And I'm like, God damn. But I, I found out yesterday, I'm like, Chris, how old are you? He's like, I'm 40. And I'm like, what? 
40 years old? Because he was telling me all his hobbies and stuff. I'm like, how is it you have all these hobbies? You got two crazy nice cars. Like, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm 40 and have a government job. And I'm mm. like, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, but he asked me that same question last night, how long I've been doing it. And I told him, and he's like, I started after you. And I was like, I hate you. Yeah, fuck you. I don't. Chris is really talented. He's smart. I'll book him. But no, uh, but you still hate him. I but get like, it. God damn, dude. I'm like, how are you? And he's like, well, you know, like he got brought on the road by some like Tony Roberts brought him out and took him on the road for a little while. He's had some huge people and that can be that can push you light years ahead in this business. Oh, yeah. The right the right um, being around the right people at the right time. Yeah. God damn. Well, good for him, dude. Good for him. He's super funny. Hopefully, one of these five people that listen to this podcast is owns Punchline. The the all of the like the actual the, the chain. Swizz Comedy, I think, is his shit. Swizz, Chris Swizz, but is what he uh, I recognize puts that on name. social media and stuff. I've so seen Swizz Comedy. I think Swizz Comedy is what he calls his show, uh, which he does at Laughs Unlimited like every other month. Last show, I think, was Ellis Rodriguez and. I can't remember either. Maybe it's all the weed, bro. It was. De- God damn it. It's the weed, man. Yeah. Oh, well. I brought in a fatty blunt right you when did. we Right before. I'm like, you, you want to get high? You yes. bastard. Yes. I just got off work, you know? Yeah. Fucking just chilling. Spent Who'd... five hours selling weed, so might as well smoke some of it. For real, right? Those two way. Oh my god, yawning again. No, it's great. It's a long. It's getting warm in here. I think is what it is, and I'm just starting to like. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, yeah. There it is, and I think there's a dookie coming on. A do- Ooh. I feel one. I feel one brewing. That's beautiful. So I think. Well, I, I mean, think we're I, at forty. Are we about there? We're at forty five. Are, we good? are you good with that? Good. Oh, I'm good with. I'm I good mean, with that. trust me. I mean, after this, I'm not good with any of this. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, this is this is great. Oh, can I plug some stuff? I was just about to say, where oh, hey. can people find you? Thank you. Right now, across from you. Later, mm-hmm. uh, you can catch me at Laughs Unlimited uh, performing stand-up every first and third Tuesday at the Pro-Am. And if Spencer shows up enough, he could do that as well. And then um, you can catch me this. When are you going to drop this? In like a week? This will be uh, Tuesday. Tuesday? Cool. June 19th, this June 19th, our Lord's Year 2021, at the Hype Bar in Stockton, California. It is an all-woman-owned nightclub in Stockton. We're going to be doing a comedy showcase there. Uh, Wendy Lewis uh, and I... Oh, we could say that one. Wendy Lewis, um, quality person that uh, does her job, shows up on time. Mm -hmm. Delightful to be around. Mm -hmm. Um, She's somebody that you can respect. Um, ba, 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 ba. hold on let me pull this up so I can plug it correctly because I just got all this information out it's going to be called Laughs on Deck at the Hype Bar June 19th uh, doors at 8 shows at 7.30 uh, Heather and Connor are both going to be on that show as well as myself Wendy's going to host it and then the very funny Stockton local coming back up from Los Angeles Saul Trujillo is going to be uh, closing out the show headlining you can see him on Amazon Prime right now and you can find all the details to that show and all other ones on my social media jake risley and jake risley comedy on instagram jake risley comedy oh and i have a podcast it's called jake has friends and that's it you can find it everywhere you find podcasts thanks spencer
This is the most I've ever had going on in in my three years of doing show business. Man, well, we haven't had much going on the past year anyway, so it's probably a lot. Being able to get up at the Pro-Am when I have been has been so huge, and just thank you, thank you so much to Laughs Unlimited and uh, Jen, uh, the manager over there, for keeping that place open. We do writing sessions there for open micers uh, before that Pro-Am. Yeah. Every Tuesday, um, she opens the doors for us to come and learn, make sure there's a, a working headliner out there to teach mm-hmm. and, uh, and grow the next batch of comics. And I could not be more thankful and grateful of that place. Dude, shout out to Laughs Unlimited. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Laughs. Keep on laughing. Tickle your giggle holes. Shoot me in the face for having said that. But hey, <laughs> for everyone, thank you for listening. <laughs> Please... If you like the show, tell a friend, subscribe to the YouTube, the Tangents Podcast with Hunter Sellens. We almost have enough to actually give ourselves a fucking actual domain name like youtube.com slash tangents versus dot com slash XVW7Y. I'm excited. XVW7Y or whatever that number was is actually my favorite name. Really? Yeah, I was going to name my daughter that. But Elon beat you to it? Yeah. Uh, you make a good billionaire. I feel like you'd, you'd be very good at... Uh, I never make a billionaire. ...using people to... I think you'd be good at using people and just grinding them into their death. Like Hurtful. Work their work. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good Lex Luthor. Like the 1970s one. Like when he had hair. What was his? I'll get you, uh, Gene Hackman. Hmm. You make a good Hackman, Lex Luthor. Well, also, um, the new one. Oh yeah, Jamie Eisenberg or Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, yeah Jesse Eisenberg. He had long hair too. Yeah. He, oh yeah, he did have long hair for the first one. Yeah. I forgot about that. There, here's the show. These are the tangents. Tangents. We just did the plugs and then boom. Tangents. Well, I, I gotta take a dump though, so we should yeah, probably get out of yeah, here. Yeah, get out of here. It's gonna All take right. like half an hour for me to get home. All right, hey. Check it out, everybody. Go see Jake. Tell him to go fuck himself and tell me to go kill myself. All right? Bye-bye.